0: but God open this (laughs) Father we thank you we love you and we honor you we can be amazed for the things you have done for us but we are not as amazed as we are for knowing you for who you are Oh God, we don't have enough words to say how amazed we are. How honored to be your children. What a privilege to call you Father. I don't have a father on this earth, but I have you, Lord. And I don't desire anything else in this earth. Thank you for bringing us here safely. Thank you for the people that sow for us to come here. I know you will reward 100 times more than the money they sow. Thank you, Father. Can you lift up your hands and say thank you? Amen. For the thing you have, your sheep, your family, your children. But above all things, the peace and joy that only God can give. We love you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Okay. You may be seated. Uh, and let's go to the word. We have, we have enough time to... Thank you. To be with you and, and talk and hug and... How you say? Is, can you spend time and you are happy? No, no. But you use a. To... Oh, nah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know you use a word its blast. Have a blast? No, yes. yes What is that? Okay, don't no no. no forget about. It. <laughs> I was 15 years old once. Uh, I. I had been at church my whole life, my entire life, since I was inside my mom. <clears throat> she, uh, she received Jesus when she was six years, six years old. And she served Jesus like 60 years until she went to heaven. And she took all my brothers and my sisters and myself. We were six, six in our family. And, and that was a, a small family in Mexico at that time, okay? Everybody had like eight or ten. And she took all the six of us to church. Then, when I was three, my father knew Jesus and the whole family was saved. But at, at the age of 15, I was asking myself, why, why do I have to go to church? I really was waiting for, for me to get to 18, because in Mexico, that's uh, that when you are adult and you can take your own decisions. And, and the first decision I wanted to take is to tell my parents I won't go to church anymore with you. I don't. I don't. I don't I didn't understand why I have to go to church only to to, to 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 feel nothing or to experience nothing. But then I we went to a, a retreat and I and I prayed a very proud prayer, as the most of us have done before, and say God, if you exist, I want to know you personally. I don't want to know you through the, preach, the preachings of others. I don't want to know you through the experience of others. I want to know you personally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were praying in, in in a place close to a river, and I just went to my knee my um, over my knees or on my knees, and started praying. You know, the first thing God showed me was myself inside me. How sinner was, was I? You know, when, when we pray like, God, I want to know you we're, were expecting to see angels and seraphims and all these fireworks. But what I could see was myself, naked, not in the, in the out, no of, of my outfit, but inside me, like a sinner. I was and I, I, I could see it was a liar. I was a bad person. I I had uh, bad thoughts and, and bad feelings. And a lot of things else that you don't matter, okay? okay. <laughs> and then the next thing I could experience what, was God hugging me and forgiving me. Yes. And that changed my life. Yes. Until now. I am I'm 42. I know I look like 30, but I am 42. <laughs> Something similar happened to... As the prophet Isaiah. He was a prophet for a king named Uziah. Say Uziah, it's okay? And he, he was a good king. He was a nice person. He made a lot of changes in Israel. He, he um, brought back the people to God. And to a, a real worship experience. But once this king went... I mean, he was full, full of pride. And he thought he could do something that only the priest the ministers could do and then he got a sickness a uh, a terrible sickness i don't know how to say it in english they say lepra in spanish it's a terrible terrible sickness where where your your um, your body is broken in pieces into pieces and how can you imagine what Isaiah felt when when we, when he he saw that the king, his beloved king, he was also cousin of this king. Can you imagine what, what he thought? And maybe he was asking, where is the God who I prophesize about? And so you can you can notice six chapters, I mean five chapters, and then in, in Isaiah chapter 6, something happens. And then he starts prophesizing after this, this thing happens to him, and he write like, a lot of more prophesies after this event. So I wanna uh, share with you this word. I have seen the Lord. That that that's the only thing that can change you. you Not know, the whole world. I mean, you can get a you can get a, a college degree or a bachelor degree. You can be a, you can get a PhD. I mean, you 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 won't get to heaven and show your title to God. <laughs> I mean I am not discouraging that the youth to, to study. Go and study. I, I got my degree when I was thirty-eight. Oh, I mean twenty-eight. And that, that's not hard to do. I, I I was working, I was a father, a husband. That does a that's the most difficult thing to be <laughs> a good husband. And a student. That's not difficult. I sometimes my kids say, Oh that that that's a hard uh, a hard subject. That's, it's the only thing you do in the world. It, 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 it can't be so difficult. I did it when I was uh, 25 to 28. But you, you, can, you can not get to heaven and show your title to God. Do you know? Let me tell you this. Some people are going to show God miracles on heaven. And they, won't go. They, 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 they are not going to go into heaven. Because they are not known by God. So here is the secret: you have to be known by God. God has to know your name, who you are, and what you do. And you say, brother, or how do you say it here, reverend? Not today, until Wednesday. I'm not reverend, brother. You, you know, God knows everything, and you, do you know that God knows everything about you, your thoughts, your feelings, and everything. Then you, have, you, 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 have be, you, you should be trembling, shaking, because God knows everything about you. The good and the bad, and the worst. You know, the only thing you can show, show when you get to heaven, or you pray to God is, Does God knows me? Because Isaiah was a prophet. He was prophesizing it, and he, he was serving for a king. This king... Uh, was king about a little bit more than 50 years a long time I hope Trump doesn't get to that much time (laughs) 51 or 52 years being a king so he was a prophet and he didn't know God personally so in in Isaiah chapter 6 something's happening to it's okay Something happened to Isaiah when he had an event that changed his life forever. That thing that happened that he encountered God. He came inside the temple. It's not a temple like this. It was made of very special materials, gold and other things, marble. And he was entering. The first thing he saw was God. I would like to see that once in my life. There is a song that you, you have in English, and it says, I, I can only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? When I listen to that song in Spanish, and I listen in English, in Spanish, we sing it, the The main part of the song is not questions, it's just declarations. And it, it changed the whole thing. When I sing it in Spanish... I, I, I didn't get to understand the meaning, but they, then I, I read it in English and I said, yes, what, what we would do when we see Jesus face to face. But that's something we can do here. We don't have to wait until we get to heaven. Here. The first thing that changed uh, in the life of Isaiah, it is that he was, he was able to see God, how God is, really is. Not his imagination, not his religious thoughts, not the teachings of, of his entire life. But now he was watching God just how God is. That this was the first thing. I, I just want you to think, do I know God how he is? Or do I know God how everybody says how God is? In Mexico, God is, the, the, the most of the people think God is an old man sitting, tired. Bad with, with, a, with a large stick, wooden stick on his hand, and if you are bad, he goes like, Puh! and then he falls asleep again. <laughs> my God is mighty. Yeah. My God is powerful. Yeah. My God is holy. Yeah. And my God is pure love. Yeah. So you, Isaiah was able to see God that when, when, when he cries, I see the Lord, he's saying, God, appear me. No, no, not, I found, I found God. Because God is, God, you don't have to find God. He exists already before you and after you and forever. But God encountered Isaiah. And some of you need that God encounters you today. Not because not because he's lost, but because some of you are lost in religion, in talks, in judgments, and in, in feeling guilty for your sins. Isaiah said, from Hebrew, he say, he appeared, me. Nobody in between Isaiah and God. Nobody in between you and God. Just you and him. Yeah. That's scaring for me. Do you know what, what has happened? <clears throat> he, he, he could, he could uh, uh, see God seated on a place. When, he's, when he uses the word seated, seated he's, he's, uh, he's saying, he's, he's commonplace. Amen. He's a king. Because sometimes we think, where is God? Where is God? What, what is going on with me, with my sickness, with my financial troubles? With, uh, and we, see, uh, we only see troubles and, and situations and issues. Uh, about three weeks ago, I, I was very sick. <clears throat> sick of my body. And I really, I really didn't want. Uh, I didn't have. I didn't have. didn't have any. Um, I was. I was not willing to wake up in the mornings, or to stand up, or to go and work, or to do anything because I was really, really sick inside of me. Mm, the medicine I got was that just made the, the problem worse. And about tonight, I prayed, God, I know you are with me. If I die from in this situation, I am not. Um, I mean, I am not uh, feeling bad about dying now. But I, I know you are with me. Tonight, the next the next day, I could wake up. I couldn't eat for seven days. But the next about three days after I prayed, I could wake up. I went to work. But I was out of my mind, I couldn't preach without, uh, I mean, I, I didn't know where, where I was. I was just talking, and, and because I, I could write and, and, and just read. But then, one day, I just, I just I, you know, woke up in the morning, and all that, the energy that I already have, I have a lot of energy, came back. And the devil, the devil came to tell me, Hey, don't celebrate because it can change. Because it could, it could be like a um, um, casualty that you pray and you get the answer. First, first uh, rule of Pastor Jesus, don't speak to the devil. He doesn't know anything about life, love, and, and good things of life. Okay, don't talk to me. you. And I say, Devil, you know I don't talk to you. <laughs> and, and, I, and I say, but I'm, not, I, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give you the opportunity to hear my, hear my voice. What a casualty that I just pray and God answer, and that happened because He's good and He's faithful. So things change. Things, things change when you when you know God is on the throne. He he hasn't left the throne. Now that the, the, that's wrong. It goes back. No. <laughs> the second thing. <clears throat> okay, let me tell you this: We, if we just understand and believe and walk on this understanding, all our concerns will become without importance. Knowing God is bigger than everything. He's on the throne. What are you worried? He is on the throne. He was on the throne. Uh, I know, 2,700 years ago, when Isaiah wrote this, but he still is on the throne. Heaven and earth will pass, but not his word and his power. Jesus Christ is the same before, now, and forever. And so, we, we need to learn to be the same. Same. The same people with faith. When you have your pocket full of money, when you are healthy, and you feel happy because of that. Then, but when, when the bad times come, you need to be the same. God is the same. The same. Second thing that changed in the life of Isaiah is he could have, have a real experience of worship. If you are in, in Isaiah chapter 6, you can read verse, verses 2 and 3. I, just, I am just uh, telling you a story, okay? I, I, I don't have enough time to read everything, but just let me tell you something. He could, he could see the seraphims flying and singing and screaming and shouting the name of God and His Holiness. Yeah. Do you know what, what seraphims mean? It means on fire. They are also the closest creatures, that created ones, to God. No, no one only, only Jesus and the Holy Spirit are closer than the Seraphims. And then the Seraphims are close to God, very close to God. And what, what they do when this they see God. They are used to see God. They are used to see His power and His greatness and His glory and His holiness. But even when they are they are used to be there. Every time they see the Lord, they shout, they cry and say, Holy, holy, holy is our, our Lord, our God, all Almighty. Yeah. Yeah. We have people, I don't know, I know here, but in Monterey, that if you ask, brothers and sisters, do you know God is here? And they say, yes. Yeah. If somebody important comes and cross that door and come in, yeah. everybody wants to say, you see who is, who is that guy? And and if you if you are a fan, a follower of that person, you are going to go like, oh. come, on. come on, give me my phone, give me a selfie, Pastor Ray. <laughs> I am just <your> fan. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, it's Pastor Ray, it's Pastor, and you are here, and we say God is here, and you are like yes. Oh. Lift of your hands. Come on. <laughs> Lift of your hands. How much is an inch? Oh Be humble before God. Oh yeah. <laughs> that in Mexico means you are on your knees, but you don't you don't want to get dust on your knees, so you you go like this. <laughs> yeah. When like if if my wife gets mad with me, that not, never happens. I go, and please forgive me. God, you cannot um, pinch God's eyes with your worship. He needs you to bow down. He wants you to recognize who He is. Because at the moment you recognize who He is. He can work with you. He can fill you up. He can give you his power, why God will give up his power to, to people that doesn't recognize him? I, I have the, I, I knew the story of an American missionary. He was living in Mexico. He is living in Mexico now for maybe 70 years. And he was carrying his, his bag or, but you know, the old preachers, they use a, what? That thing. And he was like, uh, on that time, he was like six, maybe 60 years old. And he was like, okay, the, the old people, they don't uh, walk slower than before. What happens is they are not hurry anymore. So he was walking to preach. And then a, a, a young man came and said, Pastor Wend Myers, can I carry your briefcase? Yeah. And he said, no. Do you, do you tight? Tight is a word? And he was like okay, what's what's a connection with tithing and carrying your say, man, if you steal God, you will steal me. That's not that not happening to me. This was pastor Pastor and Apostle Gwen Myers in Mexico. And why God will give you His glory and His power and His power to heal and deliver and pray for others and see miracles if you don't recognize His power, yeah. if you don't recognize so so the the second thing happening to Isaiah is he could worship God in a and have a worship real worship experience. <clears throat> he uh, when you when you encounter with God you will you will notice that the glory and the holiness of God. Cannot be only singed. Okay? Music is not enough... To declare what God is... And how God is. He has to be shouted. Holy, holy, holy. Shout to the Lord. (laughs) Clap your hands. No, 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 no. That's not the way... How God deserves to be praised. That's not because... Mrs. Proctor is telling you, lift up your hands and, and sing. No, it's not because the singers is saying something. It's because he deserves all the glory. Yeah. It's because of that. So you will notice that. Worship gives you a, per- a personal experience of God's holiness. Do you know what holy means? Special. Like no one else. That's why we worship God uh, like nothing else. Some people are just asking the time when, the, when, the, when Pastor Ray is preaching and he's like and, and turning you know with, with your cell phone to see that, that screen. And when you are watching the, your football game or your baseball game or whatever, you are asking for extra innings, extra time, extra cheese. But when you are when we are talking about God, we say, oh, we, we must live on time. Yeah, on. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Maybe God is stopping, is stopping you to have an accident out. Yeah. We don't know what, what he wants to do. We don't know what he wants to do. We, even Pastor Ray or, or myself as pastor, we don't know what he wants to do. Yeah. How, can we go with God and say, God, give me your schedule for today? Uh-huh. Who we are. Uh-huh. He's a king. He can take the whole time. He can take everything from us. So when you have an experience, you can you, you, you can you can see God how He really is and how special is God. Yeah. Yeah. You will understand His presence and power. That His uh, understand. You will understand that His presence and power fills all the air. So He deserve, He deserves worship where, wherever you are, not only at church. If you're, if your uh, spiritual experience. It's only two hours here. Then your 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 spiritual experience is nothing. Because you have, can you make um, some math mathematics maths? I mean, Tom, can you solve this this, this, this problem for me? This this uh, math problem. Count the hours on a week. It's twenty four hours a day. Is plus seven times seven. How many hours are you here? And you are hurrying and you are hurrying. I have things to do. I have things to do, but then when you pray for a miracle, you want God to answer you quickly, right now. No, no, It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work. I have a, I have a guy in Mexico in, in, in our church, and he, he is going through a really difficult situation with his kid kid. kid. He, this kid is six years old, and just suddenly he, he, was, he, he got sick, a brain disease. He, he has been at the hospital like three times with, with this kid. And the doctors are amazed because they say, this kid should be just in, 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 in a, a brain death. But he's hearing, watching, moving hands, moving one. Last week I was, I was leading the worship at, at the church, and, and, and his mother took this, this little kid and stunned him, and he started moving his feet, trying to dance. We are full, complete. We have all the parts of our body. So we need to recognize who He is. Not only with our soul. I was, I was in Texas in, in, in a church. I won't, I won't say that, the denomination of the church. And we were talking about praise. And, and an old lady say, why? Why do we have to shout and make noise during the worship? God is not dead. Is not dead. And I say, I was 18 years old. And she was like, she had all the years of the war. And I say, lady, but he is not nervous. <laughs> He's not nervous. And the Bible say, shout, sing, jump, um, everything, everything you can do for him. So, but you know what, what is a worship that pleases God? The one you give every day. Yeah. Obeying his commandments. Doing his word, Living in a holy way. People that doesn't live this way has nothing to do during the worship. Because the devil is going to be on your, upon you, you know, on your back saying you are not worthy. You are a sinner. You did that and this and, and those. Because the devil has somebody that follows you everywhere. The devil is not everywhere, but he has a lot of spirits following Christians, especially Christians. No, not the drunk, not the people who use drugs or the criminals. They are, they are safe, safely with, with the devil. So he can, he can let the door open and they want to go out. We need to go in and get him out. But that's another word. That he's following you, your kids, your teenagers. Getting, getting them into slavery, the modern slavery, is Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, and everything. You know, they have access to pornography, death, crime, and everything. I was in Texas a lot of, a lot of years ago, and, and I was watching TV because I couldn't sleep. And there is a TV show named... Um, well, they, they, they taught you how to how to suicide. Now they don't have to turn on the TV. You are giving them the tools to get all that information. So, you need to stand up and put God inside your house. And put devil out of your, of your house. To worship, to real experiences of worship. Because some people, some, some kids see you, some of your children see you at house and you, I mean, at the church and you look you look holy. oh and he says, is that my father? and you go like, oh Mr. Proctor brother Proctor, oh I love you man, I love you oh. do you do that with your children? daily? do you kiss them? do you love them? do you correct them? Do you use discipline for them? With them? Yeah. Nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> so, the the third thing that happened to Isaiah that that the ground foundation of his life were revealed. Verse four and five, can, you can read them. His calling is God's calling is faith your weakness. Because when he, he heard all this worship, heavenly worship with serpents, he, he, he could notice that the, the foundations of the temple trembled. Mm-hmm. Tremble. Is that word okay? Tremble? Yeah. Not shaking. Tremble. That's more than, than, than shaking something. Tremble. Uh, and, and all that was false in the life of Isaiah, all the fake things, fall down. Yeah. He was, he, suddenly he was naked in front of God. Do you remember uh, uh, Adam and Eve? They, were, they suddenly noticed they were naked and they went to, to look for some um, leaves of the trees. <laughs> you know what? Whatever you do to cover yourself doesn't work. Yeah. Only the work of Jesus. That's why God healed a, a sheep and did and something of clothes for them so they, can, they, they could be covered. The only thing that can change your life is Jesus in you, the power of Jesus in you, the blood of Jesus in you. He gives you, he gives you close, holy close to to God, and then you are you. You can present to God not with your own holiness because that's a problem with all, a problem with a lot of people that say, eh, "Brother, when when I when I am holy enough, I can go to church with you." No, no, no. I say in Mexico, we need you. Are you a sinner? Oh, yes. I'm, very, I'm a, an awful sinner. I need you. That's the people I'm preaching to. We don't need, we don't need holy people. I mean, holy in them, themselves. But the people that God called holy. The people that is covered with a robe of righteousness from God. People that has accepted. They are sinners. And they, they, they have asked for forgiveness to God. The fourth thing that happened to Isaiah. that That... He was clean of the sins that stopped him to move to the, into the glory of God. You, can you notice five chapters only? He wrote only five chapters before that. And after that, he got from, from, the, from the sixth chapter to the sixty sixth. So his ministry grew up. He, he, could, he could see things. You know, Isaiah is, is, a, is a, the, pro, the prophet of the Messiah. Nobody like Isaiah has written that kind of prophecy about the Messiah. Isaiah 53, Isaiah 9, Isaiah 11. Every, everything of this speaks about, about the Messiah. But nobody could, could see that. None other prophet. Only Isaiah, but after he encountered God. Not before. So, until you encounter God. Until you you, you, you get his presence. Nothing will happen. What, what Isaiah said when he, he saw this, um, this revelation can you read it for me what he said can you read the words of Isaiah um, uh, verse 5 what he said no 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 can you imagine he was trembling he thought he was going to die there he saw God in His holiness. Nobody could see God without dying. How, how good you cry if you were almost to die. He could see his sin. The most miserable Christian is not, not the that, that, that one that made sin because everybody has, has sinned. I am a sinner. Are you? No? Only in Mexico we, we sin? <laughs> the Bible says, if you say you are not a sinner, you are a liar. And that makes you, made you sin. Are you a sinner? Okay, so the, the, the most miserable person is not the that, that, that one who sins because already everybody has sinned. But is the one that because of the sin, because he didn't confess his sin, he doesn't have a relationship, relationship with God. You need to confess to be delivered. <clears throat> when you encounter God, you understand you are uh, you are lost without Him. You know that that song. Uh, I'm lost without you. That that those are wor- uh, words that that really touch my heart. I'm lost without God. When you encounter God, you say, you can say, I'm not I'm nothing without you. Jesus said in this way. Without me, you can't do anything. If you read Psalms 51:4, David say, "I am the sinner." He, he didn't look to, for somebody else. You remember Adam? When God came and looked for him, he said, "My wife." Oh no, no, he didn't say. He said, the, "The the 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 woman you made for me." So you are the one that made a mistake. And then the, the woman say, the snake. And then the snake... Nobody else wants to, to, to you know, to pass the fault. So she, she had to say, yeah, that's me, everybody says it's me. <laughs> Don't look for somebody else to, to, to pass the fault. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your sin. And some of us, we really love our sins. We are, we are in love with our sins. We take care of them. Do you have you? Do you know that the Pokemon, Pocket Monsters, the people is is going crazy to look for that? Is is what happens with a lot of Christians? They we go crazy with with and about things that we we know already are sin, adultery, fornication, illegal sex, getting drunk, get getting drugs, things we know already, watching pornography, we know that already. Who doesn't know that's a sin? Here is the thing. Do you know what it means to confess? In the original, means say the same thing that God says. If God says, this is sin, that's sin for me. Oh. Yeah. If God says, this is bad, if this is wrong, that's wrong for me. I won't do it. Yeah. Because I know, I know and confess, God is okay. Psalm 32 one says, blessed is whose transgression is covered. Blessed, happy, true happiness comes when you are in peace with God. Not when you have enough money, not when you have enough health, not when you have enough of everything. There is a, a famous singer in England. He is rich and he is famous and somebody asked, asked him, Man, if you, you could buy something with the money you have, what would you buy? He said, I will buy a night without taking medicine to sleep. Who, who here sleeps well? Who rest well, very well. So you are rich already. You don't have to buy medicine for that. You, you know, the United States is the king in all the world buying medicine to, to sleep. It's a fair consumer on the world. We don't, we don't we need to drink nothing. We can sleep. Peace means a live in perfect balance. Perfect balance. So when, when the Hebrews. Uh, w- uh, uh, Read somebody, they, they say, Shalom, the peace be with you, in you, and through you. That means the perfect balance of the life be with you. Proverbs twenty eight thirteen says, people who conceal their sins will not prosper. If you are, you are being prospered, but you are covering your sins, that pros- prosperity doesn't come from God. Because He needs your confession of sin to make you prosper. But if if, if if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Mercy is love from God. Mercy is the good things of heaven in earth. Confess is the same thing of God. I finish with this. The fifth thing that changed in the life of Isaiah that in your life is an encounter with God is an encounter with your assignment of life None before, none. okay. Are you kidding me? You want to deliver the the demons? You want to heal the sick? I was talking to Brian. Where is Brian? Or somewhere. Ah, here. He's the man. And say, a lot of people inside the churches think they know more than the pastors. And they say it. And they talk to others. Oh, if the pastor, if just the pastor did this, the church would be better. It's just the pastor did that. Oh, the church will grow. Oh, by the time we could have moved to another location. If the pastor just listened. Just know nothing about being pastor. How can, how can you give an opinion of, of being a pastor if you, are not, you have not won any single soul? Who are your disciple? Who are you bringing? You say that, right? Who are you bringing? Because there is, I don't know how to say it in English well, but I I try to to, to make me clear. It is a verse in the Bible that says, Those who sow with tears will. Have you sowed? Have you preached the word? Have you made disciples? Have you cried with the people? Have you prayed for the people? Have you been awake or. It's okay. During the morning, I know a pastor in Mexico that received a call about three in the morning, and a lady say, "Pastor, I have a word from God." "Now, yeah. Yeah. God told me to call you pastor. I have a word. Okay, okay. come on, give him the word. The Lord is my shepherd." Uh. Are you listening, God? You need to know, just, and, and that you, like this young lady, how old are you? <laughs> Younger. Who is 15 here? 14, 15. What's your name? She needs to know what is her assignment in life. Yeah. Now. No, when, 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 when you get to 45 and say, finally, I know what I can For now, I know what I was born for. I have been loved my whole life, but now I know where I came from. Okay, it's okay if you were if you didn't know Jesus, but you have been the whole life in the church and you don't know what it's your your assignment at 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 the world. We are called in this earth to bring the glory of God, to bring His bring His power to the earth. The people out there is needed, needed. You need to open your ears. While you are sitting, I don't know where, at the school, working. Some people are coming to you and say, man, how are you? Fine, how are you? No, that's good as you. That's an opportunity for you to preach the gospel. Peter says, some, of, some, some people is going to come to you and ask you, why? Where did you, do you have this hope from? Where did you, did you get this hope from? And you can preach from God. God is my strength. God is my hope. So the first thing, Isaiah, Isaiah, God from God, was assignment. Can you go with me, finally, to to verse 8? Believe me, that's the fastest sermon I have preached ever. Verse 8. After. Say after. after. Not before. Then. He used the word then. Then. It's the first word. Then. In Spanish, it means after. After you have an encounter with God, then you can know your destiny. God has written a destiny. I know some of us don't believe in destination as others, others preach. But you know what is destiny in the, in the Bible? It's just God made a map, a route. He wrote down what, what he wanted for you. And he led you the, he led you the, the responsibility of, of accomplish that. That he wrote. That he drew. And you know what? God draws and paints excellent. He has good talks about us. Talks of good and not of bad. Talks of hope. Because he has, he has a future for us. But it's only until you, until you encounter God. That you can face your assignment in life. Then... That means after. I heard. If you don't have an encounter with God, you can listen His voice. Don't come here and say, I can prophesy." If you, you haven't had, haven't had an encounter with God. God continues asking the same question after He makes, you know, God, He, he doesn't go with, with, uh, with all this screaming of Isaiah because, you know, he, uh, the, the, the seraphim took a... Um, a charcoal on fire and put it on his mouth and, and God doesn't go and say, Oh poor baby, oh you are suffering. Ooh, I'm gonna heal you. Lift your hands. Come on. No, 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 no. God asks, Who will I send? So the the last thing you can you can hear and, and, and experience is listen, that calling. Okay, church, listen. God is asking the same question today. Who will I send? The world is lost. The devil is on is, is control of the people. Making your youth in Chicago die every night. This morning I got on the TV and, and, a, and a boxer was shot on his head. Inside the car with a young lady. She, he, she got a shot on, his leg, on her leg. Who is taking care of that people? Who is feeling... Who is feeling the feelings of the mothers of these young men? Of the father? Who will I send? Who will go in my name? Who? Who in this room has this heart? This pastoral heart? Until you feel what God feels. And what God gave to the pastors to feel. Because he says in Jeremiah three. I will give you pastors after my own heart I will put my heart into pastor Ray's heart and then he can love the people as I love the people but that God doesn't stop there, only with one people anointed, he wants the people of the church to preach his, God, his, his gospel, his word to the world, feel that was the same question can you close your eyes Can you listen to the question? Because if you can't, you need to encounter with God. A a regular Christian, a normal Christian has to be that one that fills the heart of God for the lost. For the people out there. And also for the people in there. That's why we reach out and reach in. Because we have the heart of God. Who will... I send. Who will I send? And who will go for us? The Father, the Spirit, and the, and the Son. And you know what? Isaiah say, Oh, Father, send to my brother, I'm so tired. Oh, Father, send anybody else, I'm so, so old, or so young, or so worried. No. He said, don't look for anybody else. It's me. I am the person. I am the man. I am the woman. I shall go. Are you the person? If you are the person, stand up. Lift your hands and ask God, use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Can you lift your hand, your voice, and ask God, use me. Use me, don't use anybody else. When I was used, I asked God, God, please don't look for somebody else. Please, God, don't look for somebody else. I am the person. I am not perfect. I am not perfect. I don't know even how to speak. I don't know, you know. I was a shy guy. Until I was, I get to fifteen, I did, I didn't even cough, just to don't disturb. I the, mean the, 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 the time I was so shy I didn't speak I didn't know I could sing or play an instrument but you know what I asked God God because the guy that played the, the piano at the church had to to be disciplined and somebody told me you have to play I only I know I only know three keys and she, and she said, you have to play. You have to learn. I don't know how you do. It. And I went to God. I don't went to an academy. I went to God and said, God. The Bible says you can reach up worshipers from, from the stones. I am a stone in the music. I don't, I don't understand the keys and the and, and notes or that. But I know you are powerful. And you know what? He taught me. He taught me. Nobody else. He taught me. Listen. Listen. But He saw my heart he heard my screaming my crying god it's me nobody else but me you say pastor that being selfish no 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 that being available use me it's me And see how that shy guy, 15 years old, without knowing music or singing or speaking, is now here in front of you. By his power, by his grace, but also because I was available. Who will I send? Can you say, God, it's me? Do Do you know it? I've seen... The Lord. I see the Lord. Exalted high upon the praises of the people of the earth. I see the Lord. I see the Lord. How many of you want to say, I want to see God? Father, we worship you, we honor you. We want to have an encounter with you, God. We want to know you personally. We want you to change our lives. Nobody can do it. No, nobody, not a doctor, not a teacher, not even a pastor. Only you can do it. So change my life. Forgive my sins. That sinner that the Bible speaks about, it's me. Don't look, don't look for somebody else, God. That's me. My lips are dirty. My dogs are unclean. I need you to forgive me and clean me. And I am that person that you can use, God. I am that man. Use me, God. Use me, God. Use me, God. I'm not coming to you as a perfect person. I'm coming to you as an available person. Because God doesn't use the perfect. He makes perfect the people who He uses. Give glory, God. give glory.. God.